Push those buttons over there, TJ. The Carolina beaches are in full effect with tourists from across the Carolinas, across the U.S., and around the world converging on them. Here on the Carolina Outdoors, we'd always like to check in down at the Carolina coast. Welcome, everyone, to the Carolina Outdoors. I'm Bill Barty. When we check in at the Carolina coast, we like to check in with our our friend, uh, self-described beach bum, Mike Haney. He's down there full-time right now, and he's also the inventor of one of the most popular items out there on the beach. We'll get into that, but first we're going to get a beach report. Mike Haney, how are we doing? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. It's <laughs> very hot and humid oh, down here. Yes. Right? But it's July. Uh, it's expected. Well, can you get out there on the beach and get a little bit of that sea breeze going, or is it just hot everywhere? Uh, it's hot everywhere, but on, uh, I, we just moved into a neighborhood right here on the ocean side of 17, and we do get a breeze. Uh, it's, uh, it's The ocean breeze is here pretty much all the time. And it does drive the temperature down. We're generally four or five degrees cooler here on the uh, uh, near the ocean than it is inland. Uh, we do get that little bit of respite. Of course, both Carolinas are recognized for their many beaches that they have through South Carolina, throughout North Carolina, the Outer Banks, all of that. Mike Haney, you're joining us really nearly uh, close to the border center point, North Myrtle Beach there at Ocean Drive. How has the summer of 2023 been shaping up? And we're going to, we can start with the crowds uh, before we get to the weather and, and all of that, crazy people versus normal people. How has it been in 2023 d- during the beach season at Ocean Drive? Uh, I think with the COVID mess that's been going on the last couple of years, people are Generally, uh, it's getting back to what I would say is normal. It's uh, it's packed. Uh, you go on the beaches; it's uh, hard to find a place to park. Uh, they all these new beach access points they put out. They charge by the hour now, and uh, it the the parking is pretty packed up. But once July Fourth went by, we we can notice there's a downturn. It's getting. You know, I think a lot of businesses take their vacations during the 4th of July because it has eased off a bit. And talk about the mix of people. Is is North Myrtle still kind of a family beach, or is it uh, has it turned into a singles beach or a wild beach, party beach? How is it perceived there, North Myrtle? Uh, North Myrtle is pretty much where, and I'm of age, it's a large retirement community. Uh, I think the average age of people in North Myrtle Beach, uh, the census thing, is like 59 years old, whereas in Charlotte it's like 39. So that kind of tells you this is a big area for people to come that used to come down here in the 60s and 70s to go to the beach music and the shag and all that, that group of people comes down or is retiring here. Well, tell us a little bit about that. A good beach report down there on Ocean Drive is not a good beach report without a little bit of the music and events. And you always are able to give us a bit of a lowdown. Uh, You even talked us through during COVID, too, when there were more restrictions on how people were, were out and about 
tell us about the music and events that are happening down there in 2023. Well, the main music events are held on Thursday. It's on Main Street and Ocean Drive. Uh, they have mostly beach bands, but they're starting to branch out and have some rock, old rock and roll bands. It's free to the public. Uh, you just bring a chair and sit. It can get pretty hot, but it's from 7 to 9. They have outlawed uh, golf carts, which has ticked off quite a few people. <laughs> but nonetheless, the music's always wonderful. Uh, the big beach bands, uh, like I said, it's from 7 to 9. It's, it, uh, it, but it's hot, but it, the music is great. It really is. It's it, a good time. And, Mike, a lot of that has drifted up from the old boardwalk at Myrtle Beach. It kind of, exactly. all of that really drifted northwards, and that that's where it's center pointed is where you're talking about. Yeah, Ocean Drive is like the central location of the beach music. You know, a lot of people don't understand what when you say beach music, we're not talking about beach boys and that. It's the old R&B blues from the 50s and 60s. Uh, you know, uh, the chairman of the board, uh, a lot of these new bands, well, they're not new anymore. you got Craig Woolard, uh, the Embers, the Entertainers, uh too much Sylvia, which used to be Sugar Creek and Charlotte. Just a bunch of really good bands that uh, play some great music. Well, a lot of that music was aired very right on this station where the Carolina Outdoors emanates from. Of course, WBT back in the day uh, had a lot of that and includes some of the Hall of Famers over here, Rockin' Ray Gooding and, and that crowd yeah. playing a lot mm-hmm. of that kind of good music. Uh and our guest, Mike Haney, here on the Carolina Outdoors, he's been a longtime contributor to things, all things at the coast. And, Mike, I'm going to backtrack a little bit on you because you talked about the crowds down there at the beach. And uh, due to the crowds, uh, lack of room in some places on the beach, also people leaving their trash, namely their tents that they would take out on the beach the wind would catch a little bit of it tear it up they just leave it and then also safety for those reasons i think myrtle and north myrtle beaches um ban tents on being out there because they take up too much room or left behind or the wind will grab them fly it through the air and hurt somebody um with that being said back i get during the great recession really you had an idea and what it was was a pile-driving um, umbrella holder that would secure into the sand in less than a minute, maybe 15 strikes, and it was secure in the sand. How has that Mike Spike's invention been perceived down there during the ban of tents and uh, items like that where umbrellas are still in play? Well, it does give... The tents, they were a great thing. The new thing is the shibumi. It's a fly thing. They're all, they all work great. The problem, like you said, though, they take up a lot of room. They're, uh, they're noisy. Uh, and the, some of them don't hold up very well in the wind. Uh, you know, I, fortunately, I was able to come up with the Mike Spikes hammerhead, which is a pile drive installation it's not most of these stores sell these things that auger into the sand but when you screw it in or auger it in it creates a loose pocket whereas my idea is to take advantage of that hard packed sand it just has a little a slide weight and you hammer it into the beach and like you said it's less than a minute 
and they've caught on big here in the uh, uh, the Grand Strand area. You see a lot of them on the beach. It, uh, uh, I love to hear them when when, when it's pounding out. It's, it sounds real good to me. But it sounds like money, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you can't have the tents. You can have tents here from up till mid-May, and then you have to have an umbrella, and the size limit is nine feet. And then you you can uh, then you can't have the tents and gazebos until mid September. So during the peak season, you have to use umbrella. Well, we're gonna have to talk a little bit about this because it's a fascinating story. But part of it, Mike Haney, is your story because so many of us. What's the old book, TJ? Uh, who who moved my cheese or or whatever? Your cheese got moved. But your brain was working. Tell us about this idea. I mean, you were a builder, essentially, in construction, but you had your mind on the beach and securing an umbrella. So when the bottom fell out on one side, what kicked you into gear to actually make this thing happen? Okay, you're putting me on the spot here, Bill. <laughs> you, can give it, you can give us the, the, the G version. <laughs> okay, well, it's not that bad. You know, uh, it's been like 13 years ago. We were on the beach, and the wind was gusting over 40 miles an hour, which was really bad, and there were thousands of people there. And I had it cut me a piece of PVC pipe and drove it in the sand, and all of a sudden my wife's mansion, which I've got to give her her props. Yes. She looks at me, and she says, do you see anything unusual on the beach right now? And I'm like, no, because I'd had a few drinks. <laughs> and, <laughs> And uh, she said, well, we have the only umbrella that's on, up on the beach out of all these people. And, and she said, how come ours is up? And I told her, well, I've cut this piece of PVC pipe, and I've got a wing screw through here and holding it in place. And I, yeah, I said, we're anchored really well. And she said, well, if, if it works so good, why doesn't everybody else do it? And at that moment, the light bulb went off over my head, just like in a cartoon or on a, in a movie. And I told her, I said, Kathy, I've got an idea. I said, when we leave the beach, we're going to Lowe's, and I'm going to get some materials. And that evening, I went and got stuff and put it together, and we snuck out at night so nobody would steal our idea and put it in the sand, and it held up. And uh, I said, yeah, this is it. We've got a good idea. And and. That's kind of how it got started. I sat on it for a year, and then, you know, or I was in construction. That kind of fell apart, and I said, I want to try to do something with this product. I got, you know, I, I built 200 of them in my garage, brought them to the beach, and every one of them, I sold them all in a week. You know, and, and from there, it's just blossomed. Yeah, I want to ask you about that, Mike Haney, founder and inventor of Mike Spikes. I have one in studio here. It's a pile-driving umbrella holder, essentially. That but sounds good. <laughs> I know you'd like it. So, Mike, after all of that got kicked off, uh, you started traveling. I mean, you started traveling to resorts in both Carolinas, going to gift shows. Shows, uh, um, uh, beach shows, coastal shows, showing off Mike's bikes. Um, I don't know how many states you got into, but you were essentially in all the resorts up and down. But there was a lot of hard work involved, and you kind of, of course, you're a beach bum, so you like being at the beach, but you had a lot of uh, blood, sweat, and tears into getting this thing to market. Well, I'll be honest with you. It, I, I got... I went into, I started in Charleston and went to Wilmington 
and went in every store I could go to, and it wasn't met with good intentions right off the bat because people, but most of these store owners said that's too expensive to go in our store because they were, you know, all these beach stores, they sell trinkets and everything. Right. It's geared for the person that's going to be here for a week each year, a weekend. And, you know, I said, but this thing worked. And it, start, it somehow it started catching on. I got into a couple of big stores, and then I started doing these uh, wholesale shows that the stores come to. I went to Orlando at Myrtle Beach, and uh, some of these big boys started seeing that it did its job, which is, you know, people that if they're going to spend money, they want what they're spending the money on to work, and this thing works. So, you know, that's my niche. Well, if anybody wants a field trip over to Jesse Brown's Outdoors, that Inland Beach store outfitting for the outdoors, we have them there. But, Mike, there's one little trick that you had. You took the beach to the stores, and part of it is um, we've got a five-gallon bucket filled with sand that you brought in there to us, and we can do demonstrations for people who are visiting Jesse Brown's on how Mike Spikes works. You just grab it kind of line it up with where the wind's coming from and begin to tamp. And, again, it takes about 15 pops, and it is securely locked into that beach sand or, in our case, at Jesse Brown's, into that five-gallon bucket. Uh, Do do all the stores have five-gallon buckets, or is it just Jesse Brown's? No, there are a few stores that still have it. It can it can be kind of annoying, but it does show the customer how it works, and it, it's not that bad. You know, it's, I'm, I'm so glad that it's in Jesse Brown's. And as you know, uh, from the original Jesse Brown's, I have spent quite a few bits of money in those in your store. <laughs> well, you yeah yeah. That's the cool thing about Mike Haney is you grew up in Jesse Brown's. From I mean, you were an outdoorsman, a sportsman. From way back junior high days, or before probably, and oh, uh, yeah. and and uh, and so that we've get gotten to participate with you full circle on your adventures and exploits, including this professional exploit, uh, Mike's spikes over the past, as you mentioned, thirteen years. Of course, Mike, you have moved to Ocean Drive full time, so you're down there enjoying Mike's spikes, but you're also enjoying the beach that you love so much in your. Uh, dare we say retirement years? It, it, it is retirement, but I'm I've, uh, I go to the beach a couple times a week. Uh, it's still in my blood. I love it. It's it's uh, you know the, uh, one thing they had on the news the other night. The ocean has been the clearest it has been in years. Uh, they had some reason for it, but it looks like the Caribbean. Uh, it has been absolutely gorgeous. Oh, fantastic. All the more reason to head down to Ocean Drive, North Myrtle Beach. Uh, Mike Haney here in the mic spike. Let me see if I can do my demonstration here in Studio D. It sounds a little something like this. Right into that sand, and then your sun umbrella is secure. It's going to be all happy. But, Mike, when you go out onto the beach, do you let people know who you are? Are you like a beach inventor celebrity when you go out onto the beach at at North Myrtle? I don't try to meddle in people's business. (laughs) Uh, I'm not that kind of guy where I I just go out there. I will occasionally, if I see somebody putting it in incorrectly, 
walk over and say, you know, let me show you how this works. And then they'll go, well, you must have one. And I'll say, yeah, I I sort of do. (laughs) I got thousands. (laughs) And then when I tell them I'm the the inventor, of course, the first thing out of most people's mouth is, yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. But, but it's kind of humorous. It's, it, it's, it is neat to have come up with an idea that works. Uh, I'm by no means a celebrity, but uh, I do have a following down here. Uh, people know who I am on the beach, and they'll you know, and I actually keep a few with me at all times. If somebody's having trouble, I've actually given them out to people that you know just I, I feel sorry for them because they're working so hard. And I'll just I'll give them away sometimes. It's just kind of good to be able to help people out. Well, you're not only a celebrity down there; you're a celebrity here on the Carolina Outdoors and over at Jesse Brown's Outdoors. And um, we must say, I must say, thank you for your invention because it really will help you secure anything, whether it be a surf rod, that sun umbrella, or anything mm-hmm. else that you need to to connect up with that you don't want to leave the sand at the beach. Mike Haney, thank you for your beach report. Thank you for your invention. And most especially, thank you for your time with us here on the Carolina Outdoors. Thank you, Bill. Always a pleasure. We'll see you soon. And for everybody interested, you can go check it out at the liner notes. Also, follow us on social media, Facebook. We have the videos up as well as links to Mike's Spikes. Uh, and uh, they're thirty nine ninety five. We left that part out, but special thanks to Mike Haney for jumping on. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but don't worry. We're going to come back on the other side. You're listening to the Carolina Outdoors. <laughs> 